0: Unleash your self-expression with the enchanting coconut fragrance of Clorox and Tiva. You can get yours at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Happy Tuesday. Welcome to The Fifth Thing. I'm Amy. And I'm Kat. And today's quote comes from Kat over Kat. there. I just see you laughing a little bit, so I'm very curious to see what you're going to share today.
1: So we are going to do two quotes today. We're Ooh. going to do... A more fun one and then we're gonna do a more serious one, Ooh, which, you know
0: is that you encompassing us yeah because we are serious but we are also fun we're both which you have to listen to last week's episode to know why we're trying to be fun i mean might as well do the cheer here we don't have to try to be
1: fun we no, just are of course not
0: give me an f <laughs> give me a u u give me an n, n. what's that spell fun fun <laughs> but like serious fun <laughs> which i love that you brought a fun quote and a serious quote
1: It's literally us in a nutshell. It's so much us. Okay, so the first one is from Overheard New York. Great account if you want a new account to follow. And it says, this guy at work called me a girl boss. So now I call him a boy boss. He hates that. Of course he does. (laughs) Why do you think he hates that?
0: Could you imagine if men were walking around with boy boss shirts? If I was like, hey, boy boss. Or a boy boss hat, which I get it in those shirts. And I know some people- wear them and it is a thing and you are proud and you are a girl boss. I get how it got so popular. Yeah. But at the same time I think we need to step take a step back, which a lot of people yeah. have already, but it's it's patronizing.
1: Yeah. I think in the beginning it was like as women were starting to like actually go out and become more outgoing in like their work efforts, all of that. Yeah, because it, let me
0: tell you, in my world I'm dealing with a lot of boy bosses. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So Still. now but we have to But now it's time to like equalize, normalize that like it's not the exception. It can be just part of the rule that girls are bosses. That's right. And if you like that phrase and you're a woman, you're allowed to use it. You are. No No shame. You don't get to choose what we like. Mm -hmm. That's right. Now, the next one, more serious. But also, honestly, this is actually like must be in our blood that we're serious and fun because this quote is from Bob Goff with somebody if you're familiar with him to me he seems like the most joyful fun guy but also writes these really deep books
0: yes. you know he is he's sort like of the definition I would actually describe Bob Goff as when you see him in person he does exude fun because he always has this big smile on his face but he, he the word I would use to describe him is love because that's what he's all about is loving people and loving them well and in a fun way
1: Okay, yeah. So he, he needs to be part of this like whole dynamic we have. But here's yeah. his quote. He said, "You will find what you are looking for. If you look for fear, you're going to find it. If you look for stuff to bum you out, you'll find it. If you look for hope, you will find that."
0: Oh, I love that reminder.
1: Yeah. It is
0: true. What you are looking for, you will find. You're attracting it. If that's what you want, you're putting out that neg- negative energy, you're going to attract the negative energy. I speak from experience. Like I I have been, yes, I have tested this out and it is fact,
1: it is true. Well, even for me, I think that you can find some, even if you had like a crappy day, you can find a piece of redeeming day in there. It doesn't make the whole day better, but if you're looking for reasons on your crappy day to make your day more, eh, you're gonna find that. But if you look for little bursts of something, you'll find that too. Yes. Have you ever met Bob? No. Oh, he's great. You need to have him on the podcast. He's like one of those people that like, maybe I don't want to meet them. It's like, I don't ever want to meet. No, it's cool. I promise. Okay. okay you're good. Well, okay. Kind of
0: like, you, you know, you when we up. met Donald Miller.
1: Yeah, you're right. It's like that. Okay. Well then, sure. I'll have him. Bob, you want to come? Because I know Bob listens. Bob, <laughs> would you like to come on to Unitherapy? He doesn't listen. Yes, he does. <laughs> of course. Because we're like mm-hmm. him. He likes people that are like him probably. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Everybody's listened to this podcast. <laughs> <Don't> <laughs> Britney worry. Spears, Brittany, yes. Hey, Britt. Hey, Britt. What up? Love you. Mm-hmm. Okay. What you said something before we started recording that you had some advice for me or something?
1: <laughs> no, I don't have advice for you. I have a recommendation for a TV show. <laughs> oh, well, I'll take it. Okay. What is it? Um, it is. I think it's called The Real Bling Ring or something like that.
0: Oh, yeah. It's about the. Sling ring people from back I didn't in the day. Know that, that
1: was a thing. I'd never heard of that before.
0: Yeah, all the celebrities' houses that they broke into, they listened to this podcast.
1: They yeah, Paris Hilton, <laughs> yes. she listens to this podcast. Yes. They broke into her house yes. so many times. Mm-hmm. And the fact that she left her home unlocked blows my mind.
0: Well, anytime a celebrity's house gets broken into, I am perplexed because you would think the security that they have set up or yeah when people like scale walls and end up... Like Sandra Bullock, she's still scarred because some man ended up in her house <gasps> and it was traumatizing to her. When she was in I it? don't think she's been able to be alone since.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't either, but... But they, how did that happen? How does that happen? But this was, I guess, a long time ago. She kept a key under her doormat. Yeah. Like you can't do that if you're Paris Hilton. Now, hopefully everybody has these ring cameras. So I feel like nobody can get away with anything. Yeah, but you would
0: think, but we tell stories on The Bobby Owen Show often of, well, this celebrity's house got, you know, like how, not yeah. even just broken into of someone that wants to steal something. It's like a psychotic oh, yeah. fan that was able to get to their back door. Whoa. And I think that we have all learned, right, that you shouldn't post real where time are. where you are on social media. And if you are out of town, you just go ahead and assume that people are at that person's house because if my house is totally empty and nobody's here, I'm not really posting that I'm away. You know, if I'm out of town for work and I'm posting, then obviously I'm away, but there's people at my
1: house. Yeah. Well, did you, I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast yet, about how you need to turn your precise location off when
0: yes. you post? Oh, yeah, for On sure. Instagram,
1: because then they'll know exactly where you are.
0: And I did this whole thing, I think, in my pile on the Bobby Bone Show where thieves were telling people how they know when people aren't home. Maybe they've turned oh. good now. So they're like, hey, pro tip. <laughs> turned good. This is something we look out for where if you're out of town and you leave your porch light on the whole time that you're gone, that's weird. That's a sign to them that you're just, you're gone. And I'm like, I don't Wait, always, I do that. I know. I, I do that. I thought so, that meant I'm home. Mm-hmm. So there's a porch timer you could get. To, so when do they want the porch light on just at just night? Just at night. But if you have it on all day, like they check sort of, I picture it like Home Alone where those burglars were I've never driving. Seen You've never seen Home Alone? <laughs> I got an email from someone that thought it was bonkers. You hadn't seen Steel Magnolias.
1: Um, yeah, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen Home Alone.
0: She actually was very disappointed in you and wanted you to do it. So now you have two movie okay, but homework assignments. It's really assignments. hard
1: to keep up with the new stuff and go back and watch the old stuff at the same time. I'm okay. with this whole TV thing.
0: Well, Steel Magnolias, Home okay. Alone. Okay, you have to it. do it. Okay, but I'll like- give you I'll give you till Christmas to watch Home Alone because that's a. But I have to watch your Christmas movie. I can't watch Home Alone. Okay, Well, I'm pretty sure you have time to do both <laughs> between now and Christmas. It's <laughs> <laughs> <This> time. <laughs> okay, speaking of emails. And I was talking about that emailer that called you out for Steel So I have another one here from Stephanie. Hey, Amy, I heard on your podcast that you are including more quotes in the new Four Things Gratitude Journal. A few years ago, I was going through a difficult season in my life, especially with my career. Because of you, I started a gratitude journal. Each day for the last few years, I try to write down four things I'm grateful for. Sometimes what I write down seems silly, like indoor plumbing. But seriously, I would hate to have to go outside in the middle of winter for the bathroom or wash my laundry in a stream. And there are still people in this world without indoor plumbing. So we should not take that for granted. Even though I have gifted the Four Things Gratitude Journal to others, I'm not actually using it myself. I keep a gratitude and prayer journal. I like having them in the same place. I alternate pages between prayers and gratitude. But I love the journal, and I think it's a great way to encourage others to practice gratitude. Each week, I write quotes and Bible verses in my work planner. They are things that I've heard on podcasts, for example, or have seen in print. Also, if I hear someone say something that touches me, I write it down and I put their name next to it. Writing these things in my planner helps me stay focused on what is important in my life. I'm going to share several that I have written in my planner over the last year and a half. Hopefully you can find some use in these, even if they aren't included in the new Four Things Gratitude Journal. All right, Kat, you want me to read you some? I'm ready. All right, well, this first one is from Mother Teresa. Some people come into our life as blessings. Some come in your life as
1: lessons. It's a great quote. And what do you want to be, the lesson or the blessing?
0: I mean, the reality is we're going to be both. both. Like we just have to know Mm -hmm. that we're going to be both. But it allows you to be grateful for certain situations or Mm -hmm. people or circumstances because Mm there is a reason for it. Right? Mm -hmm. From C.S. Lewis, you are never too old to set another goal or dream a new dream. I like that one. I like that. Because sometimes at 41, there's things that I have on my list that I want to, do in the next few years and I think Ugh, maybe if I had started that in my 30s or my 20s I would be you know it would be acceptable and it would be mm-hmm. okay for me to do it but then I see older people out there doing it and that's motivation to me and I'm like look at them they're doing it yeah. and then now you got CS Lewis telling me the same thing I'm never too old to set another goal or dream a new dream even oh. if I want to pivot completely
1: like what If you had to do a completely new job.
0: I I loved doing that movie, the Christmas movie. I loved it.
1: Oh, so you're saying you would be an actress. Well,
0: I've been taking acting lessons since then. My goodness. Okay.
1: Well, now I'm a little nervous. Are you going to give up radio? No. Okay, great.
0: But I wish I had taken the acting lessons before Mm -hmm. I did the movie.
1: But yeah, it's never too late. I know. That's what I'm you saying. It's never too sta- late. Next year, you can be the main character in the movie, the, the sequel to whatever well, movie don't you're know. doing. I
0: not Pump the brakes on that. But could I have had thoughts of who am I? Why am I doing this? Blah, blah, blah. Those yeah. negative things that creep up inside. But it's like, no, I'm not going to think that way. Yeah. I can, if I want to do this,
1: I can try. Mm-hmm. I can try. Because trying is cool. Trying is cool. Yeah. And I love watching you try. Thank you. You're welcome.
0: Okay, next one is from Albert Einstein. Mm. We cannot solve our problems with the same thinking we used when we created
1: them. That is so good. He seems smart. Albert's oh, a little smart. <laughs> oh, Albert. Oh, that That's Albert really Einstein. That's really good. I have to write that down. Mm-hmm. Say
0: that again. Okay. We cannot solve our problems with the same thinking we used when we created them. You could probably also Google Albert Einstein problems. And the quote will probably come up. That's true. (laughs) And then you could copy and paste it. That's so good. All right. Next one is from Chris Stefanik. She sent so many quotes. So I've been filtering through some that I feel like might resonate with everybody. But this one is focus on the good and the good will come into focus.
1: Ooh, that is also good. Drop the mic.
0: Focus on the good and the good will come into focus boom. I like it. I mean, seriously, there's so many in here. I wish I could read them all. And she included a lot of awesome Bible verses as well. But Stephanie, thank you so much for taking the time to curate all of this. And it's really cool to know that you heard about gratitude here and it inspired you to just start making note of four things every day, even if you're just doing it, yeah, in your planner or your prayer journal, whatever it looks like. I mean, four things gratitude, you don't have to have the journal. You don't even have to write it out. I mean, you could just Go on a walk and say four things that you're thankful for. Try to notice four things that you're thankful for. Type them into your phone if you don't like to carry a journal. But also, if you end up wanting to get our new four things gratitude journal that's coming out very soon, our new one for this holiday season, then it's a win-win because it supports Project MediShare in Haiti and you get a super cute journal and we put little recipes in the back every time and anyway, it's going to be fun. All right, Kat, well, you know, health rules, a lot of them are total BS. Uh, yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. I have a list of some okay. that I want to go over. A doctor came out and said, these health rules are total BS. Mm. And I want to see if your therapist brain agrees. Drinking eight glasses of water a day is crucial. This doctor said here, it turns out this isn't as important as we've been led to believe. There's nothing magic about eight glasses, some mm-hmm. people get enough hydration from the food or other beverages they drink. So the amount each of us needs varies and depends on things like how hot is it outside, how much exercise are you getting, and then what foods are in your diet? Mm-hmm. I used to put so much pressure on myself to drink eight, nine, ten. Mm-hmm.
1: I really like that cups. because what it's not saying is water's not important. It's well, saying, it's- that eight yeah. ounces is just like a random number. Eight glasses. Or eight glasses. Yeah, you yeah, definitely <laughs> should
0: probably try to have eight <laughs> ounces. That's for sure. Yeah, okay. But water is crucial. If you, you can go a couple of weeks or longer without food, but if you don't have water for
1: three to five days, you'll die. Is that true? Yes, Google it. That is survival I know. I've 101. That. I've heard that before, but I'm like, I just feel like maybe... I don't want to try it, but it seems like that's crazy. No water for three days and you're dead. Yeah.
0: But I guess I assume if you have watermelon, you'd be fine. (laughs) But I mean, I'm saying if you were lost- With nothing. Out in the wilderness with nothing, would you rather carry food with you or water? I would carry water. water. For sure. Okay. All right. Another health rule that's total BS. Eating late at night causes weight gain. Plenty of diets have claimed to deliver results by giving a curfew on when food is eaten. But that is just not the case. And I love that he's mm-hmm. putting that out there because I yeah. was someone that had a cutoff time and when my clock said 6 p.m., I could no longer That's... consume any food. Well, I would go, I'd go to bed early. Oh. Like when I had work, these yeah. rules, my I would wake up really early for mm-hmm. work. I still do wake yeah. up super early,
1: but. I used to have an 8 p.m. rule, but it literally doesn't matter. And I think a lot of times that backfires on people anyway because they're like, I have to stop eating at six. So I have to eat as much as I can eat now because I can't eat the rest of the night.
0: Mm -hmm. Breakfast is the most important meal of the day. That's doctors like, no, that's total BS. It's long been considered the VIP of meals. He says that if you prefer to skip it and that works for you, there's no need to change that. Like you shouldn't feel pressure to eat breakfast. Now for me being an eating disorder recovery Part of that process was because I used to fast in the morning or want to do that, but it was now like, nope, I'm waking up and I'm eating breakfast no matter what.
1: Well, I think that also it's like the water thing. It depends on what your lifestyle is, what your work schedule is, what your there's so much to it that can't just say that like everybody's most important meal is breakfast because for some people it might be lunch, for some people it might be dinner.
0: Right. Every and so I tried to even transfer that down to my kids. I mean, I know they need certain things before they go to school and I want them to be in a good mood and I don't want them to be cranky because they haven't had have food or mm-hmm. water. But I'm not that parent that is, you know, forcing this breakfast down. Okay, but there. here's the thing. What? Who,
1: what family really, you see this in movies all the time. What family really has the time to sit down for a full cooked breakfast before the school bus comes?
0: Oh, not at my house. That's no, not how it works. No, I would
1: but, grab a bagel and or something.
0: Well, Stevenson has eggs. And he'll sit at the bar and eat the eggs. And that's his probably favorite breakfast food is either eggs or his oatmeal concoction, which I got to say his oatmeal concoction. Oh, it is good. What is it? Okay, he gets a bag of maple, brown sugar, oatmeal. Cook that in the microwave, whatever, or add hot water, stir it. Then you add a tablespoon or two of peanut butter. Stir that in. Then you add... A drizzle of maple syrup or honey, whichever one you prefer. I think sometimes, honestly, he does both. And then you pour in some cereal on top to give it a little crunch. <laughs> crunch. And then you pour a little bit of milk on top.
1: That sounds Ooh. interesting. And then that you sounds stir wild. it all
0: up. And it, it's so good. Honestly, if he doesn't finish it sometimes, I'm like, I'll take that. Thank that you. does sound wild. And then there's times where I've made it and he came up with that little con- concoction himself and him. it's so good, um, which sometimes he's had it for dinner. That's another thing about breakfast mm. and breakfast foods is I love breakfast foods for dinner, but then you know society has told us there's all these different foods. You eat this at breakfast, you eat this at lunch, and you eat this at dinner. Well, who cares?
1: Yeah, Eat, eat what you want when, when you're, you're hungry.
0: Want, yeah. Two more things that this doctor said that are total BS when it comes to health rules. Exercising at a particular time is most effective. Again, everybody's bodies are so different and you got to get it in when you can get it in if you even want to get it in.
1: Maybe you don't want to get it in. When you enjoy it, like I think I love working out in the morning, but a lot of my friends are like, that sounds miserable. So why should they have to work out in the morning if it feels miserable to them? Exactly.
0: Coffee is bad for you is the final one, which I'm so glad this is BS because I love coffee. So don't believe that myth it's a myth coffee is not bad for you <laughs> coffee has been linked to a lower risk of illnesses including type 2 diabetes parkinson's disease liver cancer and depression it all comes down to how each person metabolizes caffeine but the doctor said that there are a few negative health effects bottom line coffee is a healthful substance yeah which again I, the key thing here is Everybody metabolizes things differently. Every single person's body is different. So, what one food that might work for me, may no worky for you.
1: <laughs> right? Yeah, I uh, love that. Good article.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, hope y'all are having the day that you need to have. Cat, where can people find you?
1: On Instagram at @cat_defada and at you need Therapy Podcast.
0: Then y'all can find me on Instagram at Radio Amy and can see my face in person in Wichita, selectaseat.com slash Amy for tickets to our girls night that guys are allowed to, where we're going to be keeping it real, talking about all the things serious and fun. Give me an F. <laughs>
1: I was going to say, do you want to do the cheer? <laughs> yes. Give me a U. You Okay.
0: Give me an N. Oh, what's that spell? Fun. fun. All right. Bye, y'all. See you Thursday for four things.